0: Let's do this. But before we start, everyone wants to know, Mega Man, what beer are you drinking for this episode? Well, right now I'm drinking a Three Weavers. They're based out of Inglewood, California. Uh, the beer I'm drinking is called Polite Conversation. It's a cranberry sour. It's a 5.5. Really delicious. Um, if you guys and ladies have time... Uh check out Three Weavers. Um They make very good delicious beers. Uh I've been there one time with my homie Alfredo from Sango de Digle. Uh follow him um and his wife Gabby from Sango de the Digle. They make the best enchiladas on Long Beach. But also uh my homie shout outs to Cambodian Cowboys. Sometimes he's there on Saturday, makes the best uh Texas Cambodian barbecue. Again, mwah. Mega Man approval. So again, check out Three Rivers and Inglewood, Song of the Digle, but also follow my boy Chad, the Cambodian Cowboy. Alright, do me that. So, let's get to it. Welcome to the Lombie Social Experiment Podcast with your host, Steven Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This is episode 273 of Fan Questions. I want to say this. Thank you to everyone, men, uh, women, everyone around the world for submitting your questions for me to answer. First question, Mega Man, what is up with all these UFOs you're seeing on social media, on TV, and all that? My opinion, I mean, you can do your own research, but to me, my opinion, it's a cover-up. It's a false flag. There was a... A chemical reaction that exploded in Ohio. They're trying to cover it up. That's one. We're getting ready to go to World War III, uh, Ukraine and Russia. But for us, we're going to go to war with China. But there's tension right now with uh, China and India. Uh, I mean, some really tension. War. India right now wants war with china and China's not like now nah, we're gonna focus on a uh, united states but India's right now they want a war with china and, Ch- and china is kind of more like now nah, we're kind of good so be on the lookout for that um also a lot of people you need to focus on really what's going on in epstein's island there's been rumors of a second paper that has a list of people and uh some high elite people, so be on the lookout for that. But also, guys and ladies, if you have time, to really focus on C-SPAN when the the people at the time were running Twitter. There was a lot of cover-ups, uh, with the Hunter Biden, uh, laptop, and there was some secret talks and some um, crypto stuff. Um, so secret like. Codes where no one can trace it um, to kind of rig the election with uh, Trump and Biden. So there's a lot of stuff going on with that. And it's all coming out. And uh, I think it was pretty wrong to suspend or delete um, people in Congress, Republicans or even uh, uh, medical people who were in the East Coast. But like in, in Harvard, New York City. Uh, you know, New York University, Stanford that were trying to do whatever they can to uh stop this covid from spreading and um it was pretty sad that you know social media like Twitter um shadow banned them deleted their page, and they were pushing nothing but facts but for them they were assuming it was false fat checks and all this crap. It was all a lie. So there it was all cover up. And a lot of people were saying um that Trump was helping the economy was doing good. And uh now a lot of people regretting. It's like I can't believe we voted for oh Joe Biden and he said was he was gonna save our country. Now our country's it's how it is right now, where <sighs> a lot of people are losing their jobs and everything and um and the money that we're giving to ukraine it could be for money laundering and all but um it's pretty sad that you know our country is a military industrial country and you know uh john f kennedy talked a little bit about it uh dwight d eisenhower talked about it and with a lot of that money that we're giving to uh, Ukraine, billions of dollars, how come we can't use that money to help our schools and help our economy and and help out what we can do to clean up the streets and find a solution for the homeless people, or or even use some of that money to for for mental illness to save a lot of people, and you know it's it was it was all set up, it, everything was all set up. For our country to fail to be where it's at now, and and because of social media that you see, it's crazy, it's crazy. It's I just I just can't believe our our country is not like how it used to be anymore. And because again, our country is only focused on military industrial. We love conquering other countries and changing their regimes in those type of certain countries, but I don't know. So again with that, you see all these UFOs? It's a false flag, everyone. Again, it's a false flag. Uh second question. When are you gonna do uh beer talks for your podcast? Um I have some people um that are gonna come on um down the road I think in the summertime um i really want to invite the right type of people um and i'll tell you a little quick story a couple of years ago i was really deep into the craft beer game and like around like 2000 uh like 19 and 20 but when you mix beers and politics and everyone has their own woke agenda and this or whatever it just divided a lot of people and at the same time i i knew a lot of craft beer people and i noticed that there was a lot of envy and jealousy and all that stuff and, and back in the day a lot of people don't know this excuse me before the lobby social experiment uh my podcast was the Mega Man's podcast and um i wanted to do 50 episodes talking about craft beers when it comes to the breweries, influencers, people who make hops, uh, head brewers. Uh, people who are just making a difference behind the scenes and all. And I was very intrigued. But at that time, when the lockdowns happened and everyone was doing lives here and there, everyone's trying to, get their name out there here whatever but um you know there was a lot of uh fake fuckery people out there and uh they they know who they are and ladies too and you know I just for some kind of reason I didn't like how it was going so I parted ways and I made a video and um they tried to crucify me in this whatever um you know I said like hey man I don't care about your beer politics or your agenda cuz it was all fucked up I just want to drink beers with the fellas and just have a good time. And a lot of people, all that woke stuff coming and it's like, oh, fuck Mega Man and all that stuff. I just did my part. I just, again, I just want to hang out with the boys, drink some beers, talk some shit and just have a good time. Again, guys, guys, not no feminist shit. Not this fucking beta cuck shit. I mean, guys, guys, like there's a lot of people out there. They used to be guys, and I just see them more as fucking beta-submissive cucks. That's how I see it as. So when I parted ways, you know, I left a sour taste in my mouth. And there was people I had on the podcast that were cool, but they were kind of more like a weasel. A little snake in the grass. So I wanted to get away from all that drama. I just didn't see anything. And I was really showing love to a lot of craft beer people. But everyone has their agenda. Let's use... Mega Man as an Escape goat, You know, just focus on him and stuff like this. Get him out of the community. Or there, there is rumors of me getting banned and this, whatever. I'll just say this. It's all bumping gums. It's all bumping gums. I, ha- I haven't had anyone talk shit to my motherfucking face. But when they do, all they do is take, you know, make videos of me or tag me or what they do. They like to block me, then tag and say all their stupid shit. So... It's it's something where let them be. Because the thing is, and I'm going to say this a lot. I'm not worried about those type of people who are haters and trolls or craft beer pussies, you know, who didn't like me. But there's one thing. I'm not worried about you. You're worried about me. And I knew a lot of people. And I really wanted to understand um, the brewery scene. So when I took a hiatus for maybe two years now i feel like getting back into the craft beer community getting my name out there and everyone knows but this is the thing if you guys and ladies have a problem don't do it on the dms you have a problem see me face to face and sit down and have a conversation with me you know, because I don't do those DMs and this whatever, because this is the thing, guys and ladies, you got to be careful because what, they, what they're going to do is screenshot and put you on blast, whatever. Again, if you have a fucking problem with Mega Man, you address it in my face. Don't address it on social media. That makes you look more like a fucking pussy. You know, I don't I'm more old school. I'm not into this whole new generation and shit, whatever. And some of y'all motherfuckers, you need to get socked in the face straight up. You need to get socked in the face because you you talk all big on the fucking mic, but you'd be like, oh, I'm going to have my fucking camera. And now fuck that. You guys need to get socked in the face. And you know, who you guys are. But to me, this year, I'm going to bring some good people in the craft beer community. And hey, I'm going to keep it 100. So I'm going to go on some rants here and there, but I'm going to speak my mind. And I'm going to say my piece. I will bring some people on my podcast, and we're gonna talk about uh, craft beer. Who's on the come up? There's, I'm telling you, there is a lot of uh, breweries opening up, but at the same time, there's also breweries closing down. But I, I got some, I got some people, and well, uh, we're gonna see. Um, we're gonna try some beers, and we're gonna see what's good and what's not. And and lastly, before we get to the next question, uh, Mega Man, uh, what type of beers are you drinking? I'll be honest with you guys and ladies. I got kind of done with the whole hazy thing. So right now I'm kind of more drinking more like a uh, like lagers, uh red ales, uh stouts, something more light. It just really depends on the day. If it's if you're in the fall, you're in the summer, you're in the in the winter and all. It just really depends, but right now I'm kind of drinking um, a cranberry sour from Three Weavers. And also, if you guys have any good delicious red ale beers, let's meet up because I'm always looking for a good red ale or like a brute IPA, like a very dry brute IPA. Really, really delicious beers. Um, there was someone that said, "Have you, Mega Man, have you tried uh, not your father's beer? It's good, you know, to make a beer float." It's a little too sweet. I don't like beers that are way too sweet. So I kind of watch out for sweet beers or with sours because this is the thing. You're not supposed to drink beers and sour beers together. It's going to fuck up your stomach. So if you're going to focus on sours that day, focus on sours. And if you're going to try little beers, I will suggest bring a, a box of Tums. Trust me, I know. Uh third question. Um uh, when is American Cholo coming on the Lombi social experiment podcast? That's a good one. Uh I have I'm in talks right now. We're going to schedule a day. I'm going to get my homie Boo, Boo um the co-host on. That's the homie right there. Good guy. Uh American Cholo. We're going to see what's up and um I would love to get uh American Cholo on. There's one thing about Gil. And I will say this. Don't change. I like you for who you are. And there's one thing I like about Gil. That he pushes his people to go forward. It's always about facts. That's what I love. He cares about his city. So do I. And uh, he's very professional. And I'll say this. There was a time where I saw waves of Gil from American Cholo. And now... Um, Whatever stuff he had in the past is gone. And now he's moving forward. So his podcast is going on another level. And there's things that I do when I watch some of uh, Gil's episodes. You always write down a little info or here to make your podcast better. You know, it's not copying or taking people's ideas. it's, It's all about observing learning and just seeing what can i do to be a better podcaster and know how to conduct myself and move on and because of gill um there was a lot of childish things i kind of just put away and now that i'm pushing forward um it's something where it's like it's relieving and um you know gill helped me um a lot There is some some dms here and there's some good advice and uh it helped my podcast out it really did so uh Gil um if you're hearing this thank you and uh we gotta run it back because at the time um was it a couple years ago I was a guest on uh, his cholo when uh on on his cholo I was on his episode when at the time he had Sonny on but uh we'll run it back We'll run it back. Um I would love to be a guest on his show and um I can't wait for him uh and Boo Boo to come on my show. So it it's gonna be good. It's it's gonna be good, positive and and what can we do to push forward and it it's all about helping each other out and and staying positive and just brushing all the negativity and see what we can do, you know, because a lot of these um other platforms there's some I won't mention, but they're just doing it all wrong. They just don't really care about. Um, they don't really care about, you know, for the they're not. They don't really care about the people. They just care about views and clouts. But there's one thing, and I will get to the next question. What I like from Gil, if you're a podcaster, people, and you have a good platform and you're getting big. Be there for the community, you know, and that's what I'm gonna be doing this year and next year. Just being there, showing my face, being there for the community, because where I live in Long Beach and where Gil, Gil lives in North Hollywood, you know, he cares about his community. I care about my community. Whatever I can do, even though I, I was lived in the in the in the Bay Area or Central Valley or the Harbor area, or Long Beach. I love I love I love everyone, and I just want to see people win. And there's gonna be some people that just don't want it. So, those to me are just sour people, and I don't I I just don't want to fuck with them. So I just moved on and and just take it one day at a time. So again, hopefully soon uh, I'll get Gil and Boo Boo on my podcast this year, and if they want me to be a guest. I'm open arms because there's one thing I don't do that much guest appearances like like I used to anymore so I'll talk about that later. Um someone someone asked uh what type of music um are you listening to right now? Um I'm listening to some indie music. Uh there's a uh, there's R&B soul singer. Her name is uh Alex Isley. Um she's she's really good. Uh, Cigarettes After Sex, uh, King Little G, um, I like r and I'm an old school guy, I like 80s and 90s R&B, it just really depends how I feel, like, indie music, it just, Freddie Gibbs, but, um, I would have to say, right now, There's a girl, I think she's from New York, I think her name is uh, Yiba. She was on the record with Drake. She's pretty good. Yiba. Yeah, she's she's on the come up. So is this I have to get caught up on the new music now. There's so much um uh, music. I'm like I'm trying to I'm trying to keep up, but there's some good good music, but it just really depends. So yeah, right now I'm just focusing on like Philadelphia, so R&B music, indie, kind of more like Cigarettes After Sex, Freddie Gibbs, King Little G. Just bozo, just trying to change it up. But yeah, man, I'm just that's my thing. That's the type of music right now I'm listening. Um, When was the first time you smoked weed? <laughs> the first time I smoked weed, I must have been in seventh grade. And I went to Eustach Middle School in Modesto, California. That was the first time, and um, I I was hanging around. I'm a, I remember, dude. I was a little blazed up, but not really. But I I wanna say my Ashley wore. I really got fucking super blazed up. I was with Guy Lawrence, Mikey Lawrence. Mike Ayala and some other people and uh, we're smoking out and we took a bus to <laughs> we took a bus to the Modesto mall when I was just faded it's like yo you see Mega Man like Steven at the time he's like he looks faded and yeah man I was just I was so blazed up the whole day I'm like what the fuck I, I just I was like wow but now lately I've been smoking a lot lately um lately with um because everyone asked like uh, do you do hybrid or this or that? I just smoke indigo because um it keeps me very balanced. I'm just relaxed and chill and um for some kind of reason um it opens my mind up more to explore um because I always have a thing uh for knowledge. I love learning. I love learning about history from and also different cultures. And you want to change it up a lot. So I never at that time, um I never was really into history and all. Because in school and the government teach you this is what you focus on, but there's a lot of things now that I'm 42, I'm learning like, hey, I was never taught this in school or here or whatever. So, it makes me, I'm just, I'll just say this, I'm very curious of what's really going on with our world. And, you know, the whole thing, you know, have people always talk about, oh, what you think about this history, or what you think about this country. You know, right now, um, I think I'll get into it now, so... Learning about history and everything, um, it opened my eyes on certain things where I was like, I was completely like shocked. So there was a person who asked like, hey, Mega Man, any new conspiracy stories? So right now I'm really more focused on India because India at that time, they were more advanced than the city of Atlantis. Uh, ten times more. Um, I'm really more focused on doing the research of the Tartarians. Uh, you know, getting free uh, electric. They were more advanced. They were like, wow. And for some for some kind of reason, the Tartarians disappeared. What happened to all the um, advanced stuff that that at that time India had ships and everything? Um, again, there's a lot of research that we don't know. You know, Mega Man, is it true? The 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 city of Atlantis, um, is it in the Sierra Desert? I will say yes or no. I'm going to say, I'm like 50-50 on that. Because the thing is, everyone's all focusing on, oh, we found the city of Atlantis, is in the Sierra Desert. But there's other civilizations that were advanced like the city of Atlantis. By the Bahamas, by Ireland... You know, um you know Antarctica, a lot of people don't know this about Antarctica back then um when you, when there's a lot of people are doing research uh that used to be all that used to be a tropical island, like like a continent was all tropical, it was kind of like Brazil, but tropical, and for some kind of reason, when the ice age happened, it just covered everything all up I mean you hear all these rumors of. UFOs and pyramids and giants and people passing the ice wall called the Summer of Gates where they go to the Iron Republic or the Ancestry Republic or they're going to another dimension or there's a lot. City of Atlantis could be on top of the Arctic Circle for some kind of reason. We can't go over there. There's a treaty over there and also with the Antarctica. So the government is pretty much in a way protecting so people can't go near it. That's where Hollow Earth is at. That's where they talk about, you know, um, Hollow Earth. Uh that's where on top, that's where the it all started with the Garden of Eden, with the four rivers. Um, that's a lot of people are saying there's a lot of there's a civilization that they don't know us and we don't know them on top. I haven't got to hollow earth. you know we haven't got there we got to inner earth which is on top so pretty much in a way you have that then you have a lot of fruits and this whatever then you're hearing stories of admiral burns operation high jump and you're hearing these stories of you know of hollow earth and you know there's been also rumors of people going to hollow earth there is two norwegian uh people um, that sailed to go over there, a father and son. And they went over there and they went to um, Hollow Earth where they were saying that uh, there's prehistoric animals, uh, really mammoth, uh, fruits that are humongous, uh, the survivors of the giants who survive, uh the Noah's flood. Um, also, you have the lost tribe of Israel there as well. So... Those are speculations. Those are rumors, and you know, there's also there's shortcuts. What I mean by shortcuts, guys and ladies, that will take you straight to Hollow Earth. You know, there's a little, there's certain things. A military base in Ohio, uh, Area Fifty One, the Mariana Trenches. Um, There's certain uh, Washington D.C. A lot of people don't know. There's a whole. That would just take you straight to Hollow Earth. Rumors about Denver Airport. Um, Hollow Earth, there's a shortcut. You know, there's a, just a lot of lot of uh speculations and rumors. But if it's out there, it's out there. But again, you know, I post a video up. Um, if you go to the Lombie Social Experiment on Instagram, uh shout outs to Night God333. Uh, The KGB in the the 80s took a video and showed this is what Hollow Earth is. And they showed it and pretty much in a way it was like, what the fuck? Because we never seen it, but it's it's for debate. It's for debate. And again, there's a lot of civilizations out there that we don't know that are more advanced. Um, A lot of people are kind of talking about it, but not really, but they're covering up. There's been speculations and rumors that you know the re- one of the reasons why the um, uh, United States uh, went to war with Iraq uh, to take uh, the you know uh, the real Stargate. So once you have once you have that Stargate, you can go to other dimensions. There is also rumors as well of saying and don't quote me on this. I'm just. I'm just speaking freely. I'm just saying that the reason why the United States pulled out of uh Afghanistan is and they left their arms here or whatever because the soldiers were finding a lot of giants and Kandahar and others you know other all all around Afghanistan. there was a lot of giants and you're seeing that a lot now. You're seeing pyramids, you know, you go to Google's map. Sometimes I don't sometimes I don't want to go on Google cuz it's owned by the government, but to me, you're finding a lot of civilization um before Noah flooded the earth. You're finding pyramids in the ocean. You're finding roads how they looked like back then. A lot of people don't know this um in the Mariana trenches, which is one of the most deepest oceans in the world, there's been a lot of rumors. There's been a lot of rumors of of sea creatures. The one of the base uh for the for the Umanakis to get their go to save their planet, they had one of their bases there. So this is what I'm telling you. There's a lot of advanced civilizations out there. We all focus on City of Atlantis. People should focus on some of these research pyramids in Antarctica, Mariana Trenches, India, Cambodia. Like there's a lot of spaceships and everything. And you're finding giants in the Solomon Islands here, whatever. So um that's what I'm saying. You know, the Umanakis had one of their base bases in right there by the Mariana trenches and um and now you're seeing all this weird stuff going on. You know, hearing stories of Megalodon. You're hearing rumors and stories of the Leviathan, um, Certain sea creatures. Um, you know, holes, caves that takes you to Hollow Earth. Who knows? Who knows? But again, these are just stories. And you know, a lot of you guys and ladies want facts. So... I'll do whatever I can to post, but who knows it could be, could be not. So got a next question. Um Mega Man, what's your goals for 2023? Um that's a good one. Uh right now, um I'm really more focused on because a lot of people are asking me about the YouTube and everything and i came to this uh a decision i um uh, the lobby social experiment podcast will not be on youtube because of the censorship and um, they're always demonetizing a lot of people so uh, i'm more focused on trying to get my videos out there and i'm because of freedom of speech so um i'm more focused on spotify and rumble a lot of people are going to rumble because it's a matter of time youtube derails I've been noticing a lot of podcasters who who are bringing big numbers back in the day. Excuse me. Maybe they're bringing in 1.6, maybe 1.5 an episode. Now they're dropping to 75, 36,000. So it's kind of more like we need to be careful what we say. Because a lot of people are worried about like, shit, if I get demonetized or strikes, I'm gonna, I can't get paid by YouTube. So they gotta do this, they gotta do that, they can't cuss, they gotta watch what they say. And it's like, fuck all that, man. I was like, I'm not gonna have people to tell me what to do. Like, you can't say this, you can't say that. You can go fuck yourself. And that's why, in a way, with me, it's been hard for me to be on a podcast network. And I'm not gonna mention, some I'll say maybe eight or nine we just couldn't come to an agreement. It's not no money thing, it's just that I don't I wanna speak my mind. And if I can't speak my mind, then I don't wanna be on your fucking show. I don't wanna be on your network and shit like that. And that's the thing, you can't do this. You can't do that. You sign this contract, you say this, you you know, they can take my money or sponsor. fuck all that shit. That's some shady ass shit. So to me, I'd rather be more independent and do my thing and the sponsors, I already know what type of sponsors I want. And if they want to fuck with me, they want to fuck with me. If they don't, hey, it's all good, man. I just want, like, again, I just want to do my thing. So right now, I'm more focused on trying to get this, my podcast videos, uh, hopefully in the fall of 2023. Um, And just also, um, uh, I'm going to be spending time with my family a lot. That's one of my goals. I've been so busy working in here, whatever, and now with this break, uh, you know, I just, I just want to live life, you know, um, I've been so gun ho of me doing podcasts that, you know, I neglected to, you know, be there, um, for my kids. I love my kids, uh, Gavin and Alex, you know, they're with me. I know, I haven't seen my daughter, Luna. You know, Daddy loves you, Luna. I'm going to see you soon. Uh, my son, uh, Emiliano, Daddy always loves you. Is this right now? It's just I need to clear my head and and try to focus of how my show is going to be. And also, um, you know, a lot of people want to come on my podcast, but um, I came to a decision as well that I want to have a balance um, to do two solo episodes and bring on two guests, one guest that is local from the city of Long Beach and another guest that is outside of, of uh, the Long Beach area. So I just want to change it up and everything. And, and also again, family is always first. So this year that's my goal is to spend more time with my family and my kids. You know, I haven't seen my mom in, 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 in quite some time, but, uh, I'm gonna be going to North, North Northern California a lot, and uh, you know, to see my mom, to see my sisters. Um, there's a lot a lot of people I haven't seen in in years, so I'm gonna be more focused on that for 2023. Everyone, um, what happened? How come you haven't been doing um any guest appearances on podcasts lately? Um. I had a run. But. And to all the podcasters. This is a thing. You have to be careful. Of what type of podcast you do. You know. And. Um, there's people out there. That do it for numbers and clout. But they don't know how to be a host. They don't know how to conduct themselves. And also it's behind the scenes. You know. Talking shit here. or Whatever. And and. Uh, you know, it's just something where it's like, if this is going to be like, fuck all this. Because, you know, like, I'm not going to be a guest on some person's podcast. And he's not even professional. He doesn't do his fucking homework. All he does is talk shit and here and all that stuff. And he's, it's just something where it's like, it's just a waste of time just to get what? A couple of listens? What? Maybe What? 50 or 60 followers you know and and they want to talk to me and get to know me more but the way how they are i kind of feel like i'm kind of good and you see how they um you see their true colors so that's one of the reasons um i took a break because there's some people out there and you know who you guys and ladies are shouldn't be doing podcasts you shouldn't be doing podcasts you think in a way you have numbers in here, whatever. But honestly, you're just on stage one, homie. And, and ladies, you shouldn't be doing it. Because if you're, if you're going to go that route of trying to bring the best guests or trying to get out numbers. Pretty much in a way, you're just going to. I mean, if you're really like Joe Rogan, and let's be frank, Joe Rogan's almost at 2,000, or I think it's over past 2,000 episodes. But if you're really dedicated, work on your craft. You know, focus on your podcast. Learn how to conduct yourself. Be a better host. That's how I see it as, you know. Don't worry what, what people say about your podcast or this, whatever. Just Just focus on yours. But be professional. That's how I see it as and and don't quit because this podcast will take you on a journey and you know you will find yourself. You're gonna find how you want your podcast to be, if it's gonna make you a better man or or a better woman. I'll tell you one thing, if I wasn't doing podcasts, guys and ladies, I'll probably be end up dead. Straight up. I'll probably be end up fucking dead. And that's why I always always say when I do guest appearances, you know, podcasts save my life. If it wasn't for podcasts, you know, I wouldn't know how I would be. But I'll tell you one thing. Podcasting, to me, changed my life. It conquered my depression. You know, it conquered my anxiety. Um, It made me a better person. It made me see things different. Um, It renewed my relationship with my father and my mother. Uh, I care about my city. There's people who need me, you know, and they like hearing my stories or some of the episodes or I'm over here in the public. So there's a lot of people that really depend on me. And I was like, wow, I really didn't think people were actually listening or hear whatever. And also, even though I have over, man, there's a lot of podcast episodes, I have over maybe 3 million listens or views altogether. And um, <coughs> not to be bragging, but honestly, I just don't really care about that shit anymore. You know, it's just put a good episode out. You know, you're, you're going to get 100 listens or 100 views, or you might get over 3 or 10 million views and listens. I don't give a care. Just put an episode out. People always want to compare who's the best or the numbers, this, whatever. Man, it's the grind. It's the grind. And that's why there's some people out there. They just can't stay original. They do fucking TikTok videos. And you're a podcaster. Don't fucking do that. You do reaction videos. Don't do that. Talk about your city. You know there's a. Don't talk about prison politics. What can you do for your community. Talk about positive. Talk about. Certain things where. It makes people uncomfortable. But as long it's. You're having to sit down to see what we can do to resolve our differences. And that's what I want to do this year for 2023. And um, learning a lot from other podcasts and, you know, with certain ideas or I'll do it this way, I'll do it that way. You want to change it up. It's always about mixing and changing it up at the same time. Always stay original. Because when I see other podcasters that do all these reaction stuff or here or whatever, that means to tell me that you are not original. You're talking about things outside here whatever. But come on, man. Guys and ladies, talk about you. People want to know who you are. You know, open up. And that's why, in a way, podcasters can't open up. They're just, I'm too private or here or whatever. But hey, man. This is what you wanted. You wanted to be a podcaster. So you cannot be private. You got to open up. Be a man of the people. Be a woman of the people. You know. It. I mean it's. The podcast game is just changing rapidly. And that's why everyone's evolving evolving. They want videos. Quick, quick, quick. One minute. Two minutes. Videos. Boom, boom, boom. Okay. That's cool and all. But if that's really, really you're focusing on. You get numbers here and there, but just that's not me. It's just not me. I post whatever information that our people don't even know about. You know, funny stuff. You know, if I do guest appearance or my podcast, but I just want my my podcast page to be different from everyone else. And no matter if people love me or not, those people who don't fucking love me, I'm cracked to them. You know why? Because they're still looking at my page. They liking my stuff. I had haters who like, I don't fucking like you. I hate your fucking podcast and boom and all that. But I'm just keep on pushing. I'm just keeping on pushing. And little by little, all those naysayers, those haters are here. They're slowly, I mean slowly uh, liking my page. Seeing who I am. It's like, oh, Mega Man's always 100. He keeps it keeps it real he's always himself and even if i meet people in public here whatever you have a problem address it to me sit down have a conversation with me but also the other people who fuck with me and support me they already know how i am you know they already know what i do and i'm not i'm this i'm that i mean i can speak very freely i'm very blunt and that's where a lot of people it makes them very uncomfortable they're not used to that. And that's why we're we're, in a, we're living in a woke, sensitive world. And that's why a lot of people have to watch what they say because of, you know, certain things like with mental illness or this or that. But I'm learning much as I can. There's times where it's like, you know what? I fucked up. You know what? I'm going to be a better person. You know? There's things where I had to learn. And it took me four or five years. But now... I'm just more relaxed, more chill. So, again, if you want to be a podcaster, you know, I have an episode coming out. Um, I did an episode called, So You Want to Be a Podcaster? And I'm going to do a, a part two. And uh, I'm just going to tell you, man, just, just it's oversaturated, the podcast, and you just have to stand out. But if I were you guys and ladies, stay in your lane. But I think in a way for the first 3 years don't do any guest appearances or don't bring any guests. Focus on your podcast and you're going to find how you want your show to be, but just stay original because a lot of people want to hear stories. They want to get to know you. We do not make the time and effort to get to know each other. We don't. We're we're so we're, we're so focused on social media. There's times where I have a habit of looking at my phone, promoting here, whatever, but now I'm learning to shut off my phone and start socializing with people. And there's people out there who are so used to Instagram or social media, when they have a conversation, they they just can't. They don't know how to conduct themselves. They don't know how to talk to me. And they get they get they just get mad. They get uncomfortable. Well, that's not my fault. That's your fault. Take a break on your social media And start learning how to talk Talk on the phone Instead of texting or DMs Talk on the phone Do FaceTime Do live Do this Interact That's why I see it as So Someone put <clears throat> Mega Man Why do you always uh, Have to keep it 100? Well I have to I'm not gonna have people boss me And talk shit And say whatever they want Fuck that You know I just, to me, I've always been like this. I've always been like this since I was little. Maybe in a way, how I am, um, it, it's kind of, it's kind of more like where, where you were brought up at. I was brought up in Long Beach. I was brought up in Modesto. I was brought up in the in the Bay Area. I was brought up in the harbor area in, in Wilmington, California, or certain certain areas and cities I used to live back in the day. So it made me more tougher. I'm gonna speak my mind. I'm not gonna hold back. You know, so I mean I'm just gonna just say what I wanna say and and push out facts. But that's the thing where a lot of people like to avoid me because you just can't have that conversation with me. Back then maybe you could, but now you just can't. I'm just on a different level. I'm just, I just see things different. And that's why I feel like if there's people getting angry and they just don't know how to have a conversation with me, then it kind of shows me how much you've grown as a person. That's why I see it as. So I just keep it 100 I want to address something. This goes out to all those men or ladies on that who made that fake page. You know, talking shit about me. Do me a favor. Go to the bathroom and look at yourself in the mirror. Do you see the face, the image of a jackass? That's probably you. Immaturity, childish, sour, not doing anything, envy, jealous whatever i don't know but i will say this leave the page keep on keep on posting stuff about me because the thing is i'm not worried about you you're worried about me because if you didn't give a fuck about me or what i do you wouldn't make a page you think it's funny but just remember sooner or later you're going to meet up with me but I know half of y'all motherfuckers are all fat and lazy. And all you do is talk shit and this, whatever. But that's all you do. And you form this alliance. Just be like, hey, let's go do podcasts. You do mine, I do yours and here, whatever. You can't even do podcasts on your own. You got to get other people's help to back you up. So it means to tell me your numbers suck. No one's fucking listening to you. And... Who's that one who was saying like, I don't know if I should do podcasts. You know, no one listens to it, whatever. And you have this sorry ass story and shit. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Like, ew, if you're not going to do podcasts, get the fuck out of here. But that's so I see it as. A bunch of fucking levas, bunch of fucking crybabies. Y'all a bunch of fucking bitches, dude. Keep on leaving that page on because you know Why? Because you know how fucking Mega Man's 10-inch dick tastes like, motherfuckers. All right? Keep it up, baby. I'm going to win. I'm going to win. No matter what. All right? So fuck you guys with that fake-ass podcast. All right, and we are back. Let's keep on doing it with fan questions. Um, Someone asked, like, why is it that you have beef with a lot of people? That's simple. Because those type of people, they don't make the time and effort to get to know me. You hear rumors or hear whatever. And I address some of those people in their face. You know, they said some stuff about me and say, hey, man, have you met me? He says, no. So, why you gotta talk shit? I'm here right now. Let's have a conversation. Let's sit down. Why? I like to sit down with a lot of people and be like, is that what you feel because you heard it from this? Hear it from my mouth. Sit down and have a conversation. But a lot of people don't. And so, it's an alpha thing, you know, it's superior. And, and this is a thing like, who's the best in this when it comes to podcasts or. Maybe because there's people out there where, and I know I get shit talked to with other people that in the time they used to help me, but not really. They were more like, like an asshole. And I, and I, and I sit down with them and I told some comedians, I told some people, I was like, yo man, what's your fucking problem? And so, what are you talking about? Like, yo, you over here making a mockery out of me talking shit, and always been supportive with you. Like, oh, we're just doing it for, oh, for numbers. And here it's like, no, man, you're not gonna use me as a punching bag to say whatever the fuck you want. If you got a fucking problem with me, address it here right now, or dress it outside. That's how I am. I'm more old school. There's certain people that are very passionate, and a lot of people, you just talk big on the fucking mic. But when you see that person, what do they do? They always walk away. Because I know. I'm watching. I'm observing. I know. I don't forget things. There's one thing about me guys and ladies should know about. I'm always on my social media, my podcast, and everything. I know what's going on. When it comes to the the big stories, little things, uh, to my city here, from other podcasts, I know everything. Social media, celebrities, I know it all. I know everything so when word gets around I know but you know when I have conversations with some uh with some high up people I sit down have lunch we go over certain things you know they have their notepad I have mine you know they help me out I help them out and it's all about growing each other but with some of these uh stupidities, some of these childish stuff with beef, with people. I see it more like this. They're immature. They don't take their podcast seriously. They do it for clouds or for jokes here. I don't see none of them taking to the next level. And that's why, in a way, I want my podcast to be different from everyone else. I might not be the greatest podcast, but... Every episode, I'm getting better and better. And that's the thing. Because I have the experience. And I always tell people, it's like, hey, when you reach your podcast, you reach 10,000 hours. Do lives. Do guest appearances. Try to get whatever minutes and hours you can get to make you a better person. But at the same time, I'm more of a chameleon. I want to be the renaissance. I want to know everything. And so with these certain beasts, with these people, it's an ego thing for them, you know? There was some of them I helped them out. And I don't need to address those type of people. You know, I was a guest on or here. But you can just see what they uh, what they talk about or what they put on their YouTube channels and all that stuff. And it's all like, well, it's, it's not my fault. Like, if your podcast fucks up or you get scrutiny, hey, okay, <laughs> you had it coming. That's one of the reasons why, like, with this whole YouTube shit. you I mean, you, you see it a lot, man. Like, beasts, Like, if I leave a comment, it's like, yo, that's one of, probably one of the most worst episodes I ever saw. Like, and, the, and the host gets all fucking butthurt. You know? It like, gets all fucking butthurt. I mean, when... hopefully People always wonder, like... You know, certain things. Like, when you look at certain channels, what are you getting yourself? Is it going to make me a better person? What am I getting from that channel? If it's going to make me a better person, or I'm going to see them different, or are they a good host? I'll be honest, I used to, not anymore, because it's garbage. It's garbage from my mind. That's it? This is all? A lot of people were addressing me. Yo, Mega Man, talk about Hoodstock and King Lil' G's episode. For what? I don't do reaction stuff. From the beginning all the way to the end. I'll say this and I'll say it very bluntly. Hoodstock was not ready for that episode. You could talk to him for two years in the DMs and all that, but did you have sit downs and have conversations, really get to know what to address here, whatever, and knowing the fact like Hoodstock is more is a hyperactive uh, person. I don't give a fuck here, whatever. Then you're seeing these videos coming out of, of some of his guests and shit, you know, fighting behind the scenes of his podcasts. That's unprofessional. And seeing the over talking with Kim and King Little G, and there's some episodes. of King Little G is like, I don't like doing podcasts. It's not for me. If he doesn't want to do it, you know, I pretty much the way he did it for numbers. You know, he wanted to address the way how he feels. You know, and everything about you know people not understanding him or here whatever, and this whole Chicana rap and all. Uh, it, it was just, it was a shit show, man. I didn't really. I learned certain things from King Little G, but I didn't learn anything from Hoodstock. You know, to me, you know, scale from 1 to 10, I give that episode like a 4. It's, you know, it's it would have been better. I think in a way it would have been better if, if King Little G was on American Cholo. Because I know Gil takes his podcast seriously with him and Boo Boo. Or it might be him and King Little G by himself. I can see the professionalism. And that's what I look at. Ask the right questions to have a smooth episode. Don't get all crazy and bonkers and shit, whatever, to get the numbers. You're just going to create drama and shit, whatever. And, you know, I can already tell with Hoodstock, it's, he does he can't take it. He don't give a fuck in here, whatever. But, you know, honestly, deep inside, if you're a podcaster, it's going to hit your heart. It, it really is. And someone put, uh, Mega Man, did you see um, the last episodes of Marvelous when he was on Hoodstock? Yes, I did. I'm not going to mention who. Um, I saw the videos. And uh, <laughs> I will say this, man. Uh, Marvelous, Inc., if you're hearing this, man. Bro. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He doesn't want those episodes out. But, you know, Marvelous was, speak- was, was speaking facts and game. I'll just tell you that. But, you know, um, shout to Marvelous Inc. And I haven't talked to him. I had to unfollow him. Not because of, you know, I just, there was things that were going on with this whole, um, that I'm going to get to this next question. I'm going to get to this whole thing with, um, uh, situation with, uh, uh, with, with me and Tony A. A lot of people were, were asking that, like, what happened with you and Tony A.? And I'm going to I want to get back t- in the beginning. And I'm going to take it from there. When I first heard of Tony A the Wizard. And, and look it. And I want to say this before I start this. I got nothing but love. I don't give a care if they have love for me. Or they talk shit. But I'm going to just keep it how it is. You know I'm going to address it. But I'm not going to have people talk shit about me. And just get away with it. And not be a man. And not. Tell me in my face or on the phone I can't do that I don't, I don't accept apologies on the DMs But be scandalous and Norbert knows Tony A to me Was like his family You know if you're from the Harbor area If you're from Wilmington it's family Tony A was my first guest on the, on the Megamas podcast You know we did two episodes And I'm gonna, I'm gonna Break it down and I'm gonna say this You know Tony was a good guy I don't know who, I don't know the Tony now. I know the Tony back then. Cool guy and everything. And um, we had a good relationship. You know, cool and everything. But um, when this whole shit started uh, with Miss Pac-Man, uh, uh, Sandy Pants. And you can't do shit because there's paperwork. So I'm going to address and speak my mind. I'm not really scared. I don't give a fuck. So when that paperwork came out and everything... I got, I got a lot of shit. I supported Tony A. Tony A from Rodeo Radio was my first guest on the Mega Mass podcast. My first, first guest. My first guest was Tony A, then MC Pancho, then Tanya Estrada, then Hood Footy, then I had the Hood Santa. Those five people that I just mentioned to you guys and ladies helped my podcast to grow. So I thank them. When the situation came out with this whole Sandy Pants thing and all that stuff It It, it left a bad taste in my mouth Because I've, I've always been a huge Supporter of Tony uh, And uh, his son Norbit Maybe Alex a lot of people Maybe know or don't know i always been supportive And uh, pretty much in a way When that situation went down you know, I had Tony's back. I just I didn't believe those rape charges. It was like I didn't believe it. And I got a phone call from Beard Thug Life and from Daniel from Hip Hop uh show who were friends with Sandy Pants. They called me in a three way, why are you supporting that guy? Why are you supporting a rapist here, whatever? Say, like, look, Tony is my boy. You know, hey, he's innocent until proven guilty. It's like, you know, Steven, you have to pick you have to pick a side. Either it's Tony A or it's us. Is for mean to tell me if I support you guys I have to support Sandy Pants? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was like, no fucking way. Where's the video and this, whatever. And you hear stories of people telling Sandy Pants where's your video at? And they will always get blocked. That's a little mystery right there. And because of me supporting Tony A I got blackballed in the craft beer community. They made videos of me, you know. Mega Man, he supports a rapist here at, and this is at the at back then, you know. This is back then. I was I was banned in breweries, you know. I was getting harassed. Um, my relationship with me and my ex, it, we broke up because of that. So a lot of things happened on my podcast because of me supporting Tony Yeh. I was getting shit. I was, I lost a lot of hope. I lost like six or seven thousand followers uh pretty much in a way i lost a lot of people no one wanted to fuck with me i mean i got really got blackballed in the long beach community too as well but uh i always been supportive and when these allegations came out and b scandalous and tony a were were innocent i always been supportive but there was times i had to unfollow tony a lot is just it, it just we just didn't click i was just like he was too paranoid he doesn't respect he doesn't trust people he, people are thinking out to get him. that's how he is and i was like hey whatever but when the paperwork came out and everything and pretty much in a way um when tony was on american cholo and said what he had to say i was like well that's it pretty much the way she's done that wasn't it and, um, pretty much in a way I was working and I was like, okay, I'm going to go take my kids out to the movies. And, uh, to this person, if you say, oh, I'm, I'm denying it. That's a lie. Fuck you, dude. You know, you know, you called me. I was watching a movie with my kids at Harkins, the- uh, Harkins theater in Cerritos. I get a phone call and it was Bobby from street post exclusive. Yo, Mega Man. Yo, yo, yo. It's like, and I'm, I'm just going to keep it 100 with you guys and ladies. Hey, man, I'm going to call. Yo, yo, I just got done doing an interview. Oh, man, I'm going to get those numbers. Oh, man. And I was like, who? And I couldn't hear him because I was watching the movie. So I went out, stepped out. And I was like, who? Oh, I got Sandy Pants. I was like, what the fuck? It's like, yeah, I just interviewed Sandy Pants. And I was like, what? I was like, Why the fuck would you do that for? It's like, well, no, no. She interviews like, bro, I don't know if that's a good idea. And I know your buddies, buddies with certain people and all. And, um, but why did you do that for? Why did you interview her? And she was found guilty of fucking defamation of faking her own fucking rape. With Tony A and B Scandalous. Like, what the fuck are you doing? You're going to get fucking blackballed. But if you're doing it for fucking numbers. And I was thinking to my head. I'm done. I can't, I can't fucking support you. When that episode came out. When everyone's all saying their shit on their comments. I said my shit. And knowing the fact with her. She has a whole bunch of uh, fake pages and all that stuff. When that shit happens, I was more like man fuck this shit dude. There's paperwork and this is what I'm going to post. So, when I pinned, I pinned like a picture, the document, the paperwork on her on miss on Sandy pants Tony a addressed it, and everything and stuff like that, whatever cool there's one thing you should know, guys and ladies when I post, I post about four or five posts a day. I do three pins, like the main topics, and I think Tony was doing an episode, and I posted and but there's always been things with me and Tony a bumping heads. Um I will say this, Tony. If you're hearing this, and you know you're probably gonna talk shit on Rodney. I don't give a fuck, dude. I mean, pretty much in a way, be a man and address it to my face. Um, you know, I don't like the things where if shit happens, you would call me. You would call. Like, hey, what's up with this? What's up with that? Yo, if I find out it's true, we're done. Don't fucking address that. I didn't call you. You called me. You called me. Hey, you think in a way you can get Marty Moreno? On my podcast, yo bro, you think in a way you can get marvelous ink on my podcast? I did that. You called me, and I bring you marvelous ink. So another but love and all that, you know. But the things I don't like for him, I just didn't like his disrespectful uh, talk or that. Or that's how he is. Don't do that. You can be like that with other people, but don't talk to me like that. So when that shit happened, I was going to work. I was asleep. My phone was blowing up on my DMs. Then I get these fucking DMs on these voicemails. Oh, Tony A, like, I think, I don't know if he, he sounded like fucking drunk. He said all this fucking bullshit. Oh, fuck you. You're a piece of shit. You're a fucking faggot. Fuck you. You're an asshole. It's saying all this bullshit. I was like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm trying to call him. I'm trying to address like, whoa, what's your, what's your problem, bro? What's your fucking problem? And that, that it really fucking pissed me off. Like, what the fuck did I do? I'm at work. i worked overnight at the time and I was super overheated. I was like, what the fuck's going on? Oh, we're good and everything. In the morning, he DM me. I'm gonna be a man about it, and I still have my DM. I'm gonna be a man about it. I just want to apologize to you. It's a long story. Now fuck that, dude. That's why I don't that's why I don't want people apology on my fucking DMs. Be a fucking man about it or call me on the phone. This is a big thing. Like what the fuck? And I always been supported with this guy since motherfucking day one. And for you to talk shit and put me down, and I did your show and this, and I supported you, man. I was like, what the fuck's going on? So, I did an interview. I had I had Norbit on. It was on a Monday, and Marvelous was there just chilling. And uh, pretty much in a way that when I after the episode was done, I go home, I go get ready. And this is like last year in November. I go home and get ready, and um, pretty much in a way, when I go to work, I'm about to clock out work, and this is where everything went downhill, because at the time, a lot of people don't know this, in November, I was going through some stuff, because uh, my son had a stroke. You know, I was going through some stuff, my mom was sick, you know, I was going, I was I was not in a right state of mind, because my son had a stroke, and I focused on my all my energy on my son, because... My son, my son died and he came back. And I was really more focused on worry, like I don't want to lose my son. I was, I was in the breaking point, like, you know, because of the stroke. It really messed up my son. And my son is still going through rehab and everything. He hasn't been the same since. So when I did the interview with Norbin and everything, the next day, I go to work. They call me to the office. Human Resources called. And I got I got suspended, you know, for harassment. Now this person never Miss Sandy Pants. You never stepped foot in my store, you never did. I worked overnight, so that was that was a lie. You know those pictures everyone was all doing on social media, but you had to find a way to try to get rid of me and get me fired from my job, and I was really pissed off, really fucking pissed off that. A person would do something like this. Like, this is how like obsessed this person is. When she's going after me, Tony A, B Scandless, Norbit, Marvelous Inc., you know, DJ Dominator, Magic Girl, and I heard even rumors of Ezon from B Real TV. Like she's just out to get everyone. And when I got fired from my job, I was so fucking pissed off. I was livid. I was livid. Like what the fuck? And luckily I got my shit together and everything. now I'm not even worried about it. By the time I was living. And this is the thing. When the people who were thought your friends or supportive didn't support you, this is the thing I realized. Don't support the people when they have their when they put their business out on blast on social media, but on fucking YouTube. You keep on speaking the name, or you're saying you're humble and all that. You just have that Jezebel that spell in you, Tony, because you're always saying shit. And that's the thing where I realized, wait, all this shit's happening for me supporting Tony A. But am I gonna get that love back? And I can already knew I and I already knew the it was already over. When I went to American Cholos, when it's the Mac movement and the energy was off, me and Tony and Tony kind of brushed like, like, whatever, get the fuck out of here. And that's when I it was already over. I was like, OK, whatever. And then we kind of like, eh, whatever. That's when I feel. It was really sad, like thinking like, wow, like that shit happened to me. Let me go call him like, what happened? And like nothing. I got no no love support and everyone start fucking with stop fucking with me. And I was pissed. I was really pissed. I was livid. I called him and everything. I was like, "Yo, what's up, dude?" Like nothing. I was. I was like to the point. Fuck this. And when I seen a lot of these channels and I seen this, and I was more like, I just couldn't do it. I had to unscribe. I had to unfollow, block uh, Tony A. Then Marvelous. No disrespect, but I. I was just. I was. I was pissed off. I was livid. And that's why, in a way, it's like i always been supportive with certain people, no matter what. But do I get that love back? I get that shine. And that's when I realized that's it. I am pretty much, in a way, done with Tony A or with certain people last year and this, whatever. And I was more like, these are the people that were causing problems in my podcast, in my environment, and even at my workplace. Their drama got a lot of people in trouble and everything and that was more like i'm done i can't fuck with you no more and all and i know a lot of people are going to say would you ever go on Rodian radio no i wouldn't no no disrespect to tony a i just don't want to do it no more shout outs to Beast Counts Norbert. you guys are the homies and all that i already had this conversation i'm done to me i just don't take that dm um I don't accept that apology from that. You know, if we have a relationship, we're going to sit down. But to me, I can never have a conversation with, with Tony A. Because he doesn't think before what he says. He's very emotional, very passionate. And I just can't... He, he just can't... I just can't have a sit down with him. And that's one of the reasons why when I saw that episode with Gil from American Cholo and Bubu Boo Boo on Tony A., the recent one, that's when I knew aha, uh-huh. this is the path that I see what Tony's doing on his show. And this is the path I see on America Cholo, what he does for his show. And this is one of the reasons when I saw that episode, everything changed for the best. And it sucks that I can't support like a lot of people like I used to anymore. It, it sucks that a person... Like a a person named Sandy Pants has to cause problems to a lot of people. And for you, Bobby, from Street Post Exclusive, shame on you for bringing her on. You did that for numbers. You did that for numbers. But I told you in my DM, you know what you just fucking did, bro? Oh, I'm sorry. Now fuck that, dude. Those relationships are done. So that's the thing. I had to part ways and just do my own thing. It just it sucks. It had to be, but it had to be. But right now it still hurts a little bit cuz I Tony was the homie, dude. I supported him. And certain people just have to fuck it up being people's ears and saying stupid shit. It just it really hurts my heart. That one really hurt my heart. Really did. You know, I I just always feel like any people from the Harbor area that fucks with us, we're always gonna be there to support each other no matter what. And to me, I I just can't do it no more. So that's why, in a way, you know, changing the the podcast, you know, not doing guest appearances, um, just staying in my lane, focusing on my inner circle of people who I trust and just brushing away from all that and um you know I think it was very disrespectful to you to bring that woman on and I just met Ace and um it just it it just sucks that why would you the people that came on your show Tony you brought them on and you can just disrespect us like there's a lot of people that you disrespected on your show I'm not gonna have that. You had Melo Ace and me, or any other people, and for you to disrespect them and throw them under the bus—that's not right. If you're saying that you're humble, or this, or and all that, you don't do that. You're you're pushing drama. Your 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 show brings drama. And that's when I realized, like, you just have to part ways. I just just hurts right now talking about this because this is the first time ever I talked about um, this situation because it hurts. You know, it just really hurts. sucks, but um, being mad about it, you know, you learn from your L's, you learn, you know, and you just move on. Those L's I seen here and there from the past or whatever, those are lessons. Those L's will turn into lessons and now it made me a better person. I see things more different. And this is the thing I realized as well last year. When I was going through some personal problems and my son had a stroke. When you really hit rock bottom, that's where people take advantage of you and fuck with you and this, whatever. And because of that, it made me a stronger person. It made me a better person to, if this is how the outcome is going to be, then I just have to keep my shield Really tight to I just can't fuck with certain people. I can't go to certain events. I'm just gonna do me and all that stuff. and, and ever since then, you know it's it's been better. It's been better. so that's why, in a way, you know um, with my life, with my podcast, it's a progress, and I'm learning to letting go. And this was the thing where I had to address this, and you know, you can have your two cents on it. You know, people always ask. There was another question that said, "Would you and uh, Tony A. Uh, would you guys kind of bury the hatchet?" Um, I'm gonna be honest. I don't. I don't. I don't dwell on negativity. I don't dwell on um, holding grudges and this, whatever. Um if you wanna have if he wants to have a conversation, cool. If he doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. But I already know where I stand. Like we can be cool, but the relationship will never be there. It will never be the same ever again. You know? So I'd rather just leave it how it is and uh he does his thing, I do my thing. I'll see some, some of his people, you know, we all know the same people. Like, maybe, you know, then you know, Tony knows more people than me. I didn't know, but it's we know what's up and um some things, some things... come to an end because of a fucking... uh Fucking that bitch. That fucking gremlin. You know, just doesn't know when to shut the fuck up and be trolling and, and... You know, go on these podcast tours and shit like that. It's just... You just have to be careful. There's people out there who are very fucking slick. Care about numbers and clout and all that. That wasn't about me, but... It's a lesson learned. I learned from it. Just move on. And that's why, in a way, I'm just more focused on doing my thing and um yeah i'm just not ready to uh see tony a i'm just i'm i'm just not It just it i'm just not it's just i'm not ready i'm just doing my thing i'm more focused right now of um uh, um uh, seeing more of my mom. you know my mom is sick shouts to my mom i'm just more focused on spending time with her as much as i can and and um building my relationship with my father that's what i care about the most you know, my my dad's coming to the picture very slowly. So um, having that relationship with my father, I really did need because there was a time where we were very distant. So with this kind of like this beef for this drama, I don't I don't give a fuck about it. I'd rather give a fuck about being there for my mom, being there for my kids, making my podcast grow, learning from my L's and, you know, and my mistakes to be a better person and learn how to conduct myself better, and you know, just keep on growing, keep on growing, and and just seeing what's in front of you, see the surrounding. What if? Because there is a lot of people who are very persuasive. There, there is people out there who are very slick. So you got to be careful with all that stuff. So I am going to end on that. So again. Uh best of luck to you Tony. I said I addressed it. Best of luck to Nor- Norbit. He was the homie. B. um There's one thing I like about Be Scalas, um his videos and all. Um he posts nothing but positivity and that's what I like to see, the growth and everything. But um with all that stuff with Miss Pac-Man, Karma's gonna bite you in the ass one day and I hope it does. Cause I hope you rot in hell. Really, honestly. Miss Pac Man, you burned a lot of bridges with a lot of people and you disrespected, you made these lies. And and I hope one day, you know, you're gonna meet your maker and that's gonna be God. And all the stuff that you did, you know, messing up people's lives here, whatever, disrespecting, saying all that stuff, you know, karma's gonna bite you in the ass. So that's that's my two cents for you, Miss Pac Man. And shouts to Norbit as the homie right there. Keep on doing what he's doing. Um, yes, um, follow him as the homie Norbit. And, you know, a lot of people understand this, but I wanted to express the way how, um, I feel and I wanted to let it out because, you know, you can't let, you can't hold things in. And, um, pretty much in a way, um, That's a little deep one right there. It, it, it's a little deep. And um, I want to keep this conversation going right now. So it's just... Yeah, it, just, it really sucks. It really sucks. So it is what it is. So I got uh, some other questions. Uh, we're almost at the end. Um, someone said, it, Megan Man, how important is sex in a relationship? Uh, I mean, people, ladies, all you know, you, you always care about the, oh, this guy has a big dick and this, whatever. I mean, if there's a balance when it comes to sex in a relationship. You know, affection, communicate, respect, trust, and the sex is good. I mean, that's how I see it as. But if you're just going to base your relationship only on sex, it's not going to last. Because the thing is, if we just focus on sex, 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 and not communicating or sitting down or getting to know each other, it's not going to last. So, but, yeah, to me, I say maybe, I want to say 40 to maybe 50% is based on sex and the other 50 is, is it could be a lot of things in, in certain categories in a relationship. But yeah, sex, oh Yeah. I have no complaints when it comes to sex. No complaints. And you hear all those stories? Oh, I'm telling you. I had my fair shares of fun with a lot of those women. Because, you know, back then, I'll be honest. I don't give a care what you guys and ladies say. Mega Man was a sucio. So what? Hey, I'm getting mine. You better fucking get yours. I'm just going to say it like that. Um the next question would you date a bisexual woman ooh um I have a couple times um yeah mm-hmm. I um uh, I was with someone for a very long time and she, when I met her she was bisexual she used to date women and men but when we got together she was more like It's like I'm kind of tired of dating women. I want to be with a man and all that, have kids, and yeah, it it was cool, but that was that. But yeah, it's no biggie. As long as you're open and you have a discussion, you're and you agree to it, then yeah. But yeah, I have no problem dating a bisexual woman. Hey, you never know. It could be a relationship. It could be a little fun, bringing a girl to have a threesome. Who knows? I mean, who knows? (coughs) What type of uh, woman can tame Mega Man? (coughs) That's a good, very good question. Well, I'll tell you, I don't want no fucking alpha woman, I'll tell you that. I don't want no feminist woman, I'll tell you that. To really tame Mega Man. There's been a lot. But there's always been a handful, maybe a couple girls. Can't really mention a name, but they know who they are. You know, there's some ladies out there that might have feelings for me. I don't know, but I think it's, it really depends how they come off. Because we all, we all been through some shit. Ladies, man, we've all been through sh- we all, all been through some shit and, and hella stories or breakups or cheating and this, whatever. It really takes a very patient woman to really sit down and have a conversation with me, because that's what I like. If a woman is, that is interested in me... I like to have a sit down conversation with her and get to know her and really pick her brain as she picks mine. And when it comes to intellectual, intelligent, you know, topics or even relationships or what she's been through, what I've been through and just kind of more kind of letting go of the shield, but kind of keep the shield a little, a little guarded because you never know. You don't want to. You don't want to show your signs of weakness if you let down your, your guard. You always gotta keep it because there's a lot of women out there that are very shady and I don't know what's their intentions. Are they players or this, whatever? But uh to tame Mega Man it really has to take a very um it really has to take a, a strong and patient woman to tame me. And to understand, because in relationship, a lot of people lack on communication. They lack on communication. You always want to get to know your wife or your spouse or your girlfriend or here at the same way they do for us, men. So I want her to really sit down and get to know me, to understand. Because we're living in a day of age, we're just we're assuming. How can you assume because what you see? You don't know me. You don't speak for me. You don't know what I'm going through in my mind. That's the thing. So it's always that that assumptions where people think that they know, but they don't know who you are. And that's why, in a way, conversations, we need to have sit-down conversations to get to know each other. And that's why you see there's so many uh, people that are divided. There's tribal. There's divisions. We don't sit down and have conversations like... Like if Tony would have called us and called and said, "You know, Megan, and I, I apologize, I fucked up. You know, are you doing good? I heard what happened, Then I wouldn't be having this conversation right now. It would have been done. That's the thing, and this is where tension comes into play, because we do not make the time and effort again to get to know each other, to really understand what's, what pisses us off. And what makes us happy. That's the thing. Till then. The saga continues. I, it's getting worse. When social media. Beef. Beef. YouTube beef. Latino beef. here, Whatever. They just can't sit down. That's why they rather talk all big on social media. But they're not man enough. Or woman enough. To address that. To that person's face. That's how I see it as. So. It is what it is. So. Again. Patience. Is what a woman can give to me that it can probably tame me. Patience and learning and understanding and not making assumptions. So I'll just say that. Um, <clears throat> what's what's in store for the Long Beach social experiment? Um, I'm going to be more focused on the community um, for the city of Long Beach, but also in the Harbor area and all over. Um, I have a purpose and uh, I want to do whatever I can to show love to the small businesses. I'm in talks with uh, with some council people and the mayor of Long Beach to come on my, my podcast. And what can we do to push forward because of gentrification hitting hard in the Harbor area, but also in Long Beach. And, um, you know, a lot of people have voices. And again, with American Cholo, he has his voice. He's speaking up. He's trying to make a difference in his in city of North Hollywood. And that's what I want to do with mine. You know, I want to make a difference, whatever I I can do for the city of Long Beach. And that's why, in a way, there was a lot of people. It all came out. Absolute best of Long Beach 2023. The best of the best in Long Beach. And, uh, you know, there. I reached out to someone. It's like, yo, there's no category for podcasts. Like, you know what? You're right. I reached out to that person. He put it in the category when when I pr- was promoting. I didn't know a lot of people would vote for me. Because I, I don't know if you guys know this. But there's 84 podcasts in um, in Long Beach. But the ones who are active, probably about 22, 23. And out of those 22, 23, there's about 17 to maybe 18 um, podcasts that are Christian podcasts And the other ones are just independent here Whatever So it's all up for grabs So what I've been doing Is staying home uh, Exploring Meeting people Going to events um, I, I, it's it, It's not what you know Is who you know And I've been making a lot of connections In the city of Long Beach And this is the thing where A lot of people were voting for me a lot of people. Now, there's other platforms that say best best podcast in Long Beach. Again, it's a gimmick. You're doing it because you think that you, I am the best. In your eyes, you might be. But if you're just talking about drama and interaction videos and men here, whatever, but nothing about your city... Then you can't be considered as the best podcaster in Long Beach. If you're not in the community, you're not bringing. I mean, well-known people like the mayor, council people. You know the community where they make a difference. Small businesses, or even the people who founded Long Beach, like the Pixby family, or certain certain history. You want to bring people that. Who know about Long Beach. And that's what I want to do. I want to learn and get to know my area. And also in the Harbor area in Wilmington. I care about that city. I love that city. And there's a lot of good people. And I feel like right now. The heart of Wilmington. you know, it, They're considered like the heart of the Harbor area. Is, is Wilmington, California. There's a lot of youth out there. And they're hungry. And um, they want their voices heard. And um, to those podcasters in Long Beach, including you, Tony A. The Wizard, you need to start bringing people from Wilmington, like good people from Wilmington. If I have a platform, and which I do, and Tony A. or this platform or this platform in your areas, bring local people. Give them some love. Give them some shine. No matter if they're big or not, but we're living in a generation. All we care about is numbers. Oh, this guy has 300? Fuck that. Oh, this person has 10,000? Okay, I'll get him on. I'll see what's up. You guys care about numbers, but you don't care about what they did for the community or, 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 their, or their story, what they, they've been through. A lot of these small businesses opened up when the, when the lockdowns happened. And now they're all big now. I would rather have those type of guests. Like, how did you do it? Like, the struggle. Like, you had everything. You lost everything. You rebuilt And you got your shit together. And look where you're at now. That's what I care about. I care about stories of like, wow. I always love redemption stories. Redemption. That's what I fucking love. So all the podcasters, always... Be showing love to your city and bring local people on. Give them some shine. And that's why I want my podcast to be different from everyone else. Because I want to give people shine in my city. Because I give a fuck about my city. Long Beach City right there. Harbor area. And NorCal Central Valley in the Bay Area. I, I am. I am Long Beach. So when people say, who's the best podcaster? I'm the best podcaster. The hands down the best podcaster. And no one can fuck with me. No one can ever fuck with me. You might say that you are or this, whatever. But no one can fuck with me. You might have a YouTube or this, whatever. But I know fucking people. I have connections. And I'm bringing a lot of major people on for 2023 and 2024. So all those podcasters, all you guys do is talk shit about me. Keep on. Because when I climb those ladders and I get up there, I'm gonna look down on you and be like, "What now? You talked all that shit. Now you want to be cool? What now?" So, again, stay in your lane, focus on your goals, do what you got to do, and and that's that. And I have two more questions, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go. Uh, any advice for people starting a podcast? Think about it for two months because this is a second job. Um, Stay in your lane. Focus on how you want your podcast to be. Um, Keep on working your weaknesses and your strengths. Stay original. Just keep on pushing out good episodes. It's going to come. And don't worry about this. Um, It's oversaturated in here, whatever. Just do a podcast just keep on doing it. And I want to say shout-outs to King Mexico, Latin Wealths Club, um incredible Javier, um uh, American Cholo. I would say Wordian Radio cuz I'm just going to be, you know, there. it's a good podcast, but just kind of tone down the fucking drama then, you know, because if you're going to keep on you know, bringing that drama then it's it's going to go downhill. I seen a lot of podcast podcasters uh they talk about drama a lot and they went downhill and you don't hear from them again. And uh, someone said just right now, what's an upcoming podcast that we should listen to? Um ODM uh from Lighter Shade Brown, uh the Blockout Podcast, I highly recommend that. That's a that's a good podcast. That's a good podcast. Uh, it's it's on the come up and it's it's slowly rising its numbers and it's it's fresh and it's original that's what i fucking love and um <clears throat> last question looking back on your past and what you know now. If you were to go back in time and see your younger self, what would you say to him? If I went back in time and saw my younger self, what would I say to him? I would tell him stay in your lane, focus on school, you know, have thick skin, be ready for the doggy dog world, be ready for reality. Go to church and um, spend more time with your kids. That's what I would say. And um, last question of the this episode. And this one, this one's a little emotional, too. But I gotta I gotta I gotta say it. When was the last time you saw your daughter, Luna?? I haven't seen her in years. I love my daughter. It just hurts. There's evil people in this world, wicked women, that do whatever they can to not have you see their kids. And if people say that's untrue, it is. I love my daughter, I love my kids. I work hard, I do whatever I can. I don't give a care of what people say about me or this whatever. I love my kids. But um uh, I'm a good father. You know. Um I want to I want to see my daughter. Ugh. Every time I see like social media and parents have their their daughter and then their 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 kids are beautiful. It makes me miss my daughter. It makes me miss my daughter. I love her. And if you're hearing this, Luna, Daddy loves you. And I'm going to see you soon. I love you. I love Gavin. I love Alex. And I love Miliano. And that's why, in a way, going on this ride, this podcast ride, I learn. A lot of things from my ups and downs, what to do, what not to do. But you know what? Looking back, would I change anything of the stuff that I've been through in the podcast game? No. Because I wouldn't be I wouldn't be the man who I am today. I learned so much. You never know who's gonna be hearing you or watching you or you meet in public, but when you touch people's lives, and they depend on your podcast to keep them going. i gotta do it there's a there's an episode i'm gonna do it's gonna be very emotional. you know I'm gonna talk about you know my life with my daughter Luna at that time, and I know it's gonna very it's gonna be a very deep episode, but I've always been one hundred but you know i love I love my kids i I'll die for my kids. I love them. I just want them to have a better life. Than I have. But you know what? Just take it one day at a time. That's how I see it as. Take it one day at a time. That's what I'm doing. So everyone. I just hope you liked this episode. Of the fan questions. It, it, it was pretty deep. And. um Hope you like it. And I hope it. This episode makes sense to you If it's good or bad Or you you know understand me more And that's what I want to do To sit down with people and just have a conversations Like this, the stuff that I put out It's not for cheese me or drama in this It was in my heart I had to let it out And that's one thing I don't, I don't want to dwell on the past I want to be in the present and the future So letting go of this Was a huge relief but you know what? I'm good. Makes me a better person. I can move on and and do my thing. And I already have a tight niche circle of people who support me as I support them. And, and I made a lot of new friends. A lot of good people. And um, I really wasn't expecting certain people. I would meet up and they listen to my podcast. I'm like, you listen to my podcast and you have over a million listens? I don't know what to say so again keep on pushing out episodes because you never know you know there's going to be certain people that are going to hear your story and really understand and I want to say one last thing before I George Lopez if you're hearing this you need to be a better person learn how to conduct yourself more but the but be there for our people. There's a lot of people, George Lopez. I look up to you. I hope this situation that you did and you all this backlash and this or whatever. I hope you learn from this, and I hope that this makes you a better person. You gotta be there for our people. There's a lot of other. Influencers or podcasters are trying to do whatever they can to be there and be a voice for our people. So I hope in a way, George Lopez, you learn from this and you bounce back. All right. That, that's about it right now. So thank you for uh, listening. And um, when you're done, uh, go to rate and review on Apple Podcasts. Leave a comment and some stars. But also... Um, go to Spotify, um, leave some stars as well. And, uh, follow me on the Lombie Social Experiment on Instagram, um, the t- Twitter, um, all the social media platforms I'm going to get it on. I want to say somewhere in March or April when I have a lot of time, which I will, and get ready for the, for the lobby Social Experiment to be on video. Um, I'm not going to be doing YouTube. I'm going to be more focused on rumble and Spotify only. Because those are the last social media uh, pages for to post videos where you can speak your mind. It's a freedom of speech. So I'm going to focus on that. Other than that, guys and ladies, I hope you have a blessed week. Happy Valentine's Day to everyone. Until next time. Mega Man's out. I love you guys and ladies. Late.